right. Hello to all our listeners out there and welcome to our newest podcast of The Library is Open. We have two wonderful guests with us today. Michael Sowers, who's the Director of Technology from DoSpace. Hello, Michael. Good afternoon. And we also have Allison Sillick, who is the Director of Community Learning. Hello. Hi, everyone. Um, we're excited. Michael is a returning guest. We had him on the podcast back in November of 2017. So to kick us off, uh, Michael and Allison, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Allison, would you like to go first? Sure. Um, yeah, so I, like you said, I'm Allison Zillick. I am the Director of Community Learning here with DoSpace. Um, I'm actually fairly new to the organization. I started on March 30th. Um, Prior to that, I've been working in human services, community outreach, and just a variety of functions and facets, um, but recently got my master's in information science and learning technologies and always wanted to be um, in this world in a sense, um, and community outreach and connecting communities with services is really kind of my passion and where I've always wanted to take things, um, and so this was really the perfect opportunity and super excited to be a part of it. Awesome. And uh, I've, uh, I'm the old guy in many ways. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I've been with DSpace since uh, May of 2015, which was before uh, we even opened. Uh, so uh, one of two last original employees with the project. Uh, and I got my master's degree at the University of Albany in 1995. So literally 25 years ago, as of uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, like I said, I'm the old guy at DSpace in a couple of ways. Uh, director of technology there. So uh, I'm in charge of making sure that you know, all, all the tech runs and, and is available to the public, uh, assuming we are open to the public. <laughs> so for our listeners out there um, who may not know what DoSpace is, tell us a little bit about your library or your establishment in uh, Omaha. Sure. So we are not a public library in the traditional sense. Uh, we're a privately funded nonprofit uh, in Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, like I said, been open almost five years now. Um, and uh, I mean, the short version for most people is think public library, but full of technology instead of books. Uh, so anybody can become a member. It's completely free to use. Uh, traditionally, um, you don't have to live in Omaha since we're not taxpayer funded, but uh, generally you do need to uh, be in the building. Uh, we have a computer lab of uh, 50 plus public access desktop PCs and Macs. Uh, we've got a 3D lab with laser cutter, 3D printers, uh, various uh, 3D scanner, other technologies there. Uh, we have what we call tech kits for um, people to uh, check out and use in the space and play with uh, different pieces of technology from little kids to Arduinos. Yeah. Um, and then we have an educational program, uh, which is more of Allison's department. Yeah, so when we are in the building, we run a month full of classes that range from our Littles Lab, which is for the really young kids, up to Cyber Seniors, which is for our older population to come in. Um, and these classes range as well. They can be the 3D Lab Basics, so we're teaching them in our 3D Lab how to use the items, um, or Excel Basics, where they're learning that, coding classes, really all function and facets um, of classes. Awesome. And a little bit about your funding. I think, Michael, I remember on our first podcast, we talked about it. Is it grants that you, is that how you started back in 2015, 2016? 
so originally when we started, it was a, uh, a local organization called Heritage Services did uh, private fundraising for the project. Okay. And so that got us uh, the land, the building, the remodel. Uh, we used to be a Borders bookstore. So insert yeah. irony here. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's gotten us through the first several years. Uh, we yeah. still take private donations, but we are slowly but surely moving more into grant-based funding and things like that. So we were already starting to get those. We've been applying for those uh, so right now it's kind of a, we're in a transition phase so some direct uh, private funding and some grant-based funding at this point okay great so let's talk about the change in our environment you went from a hundred percent being in the building to a hundred percent digital in a matter of days tell us a little bit about the process and how things are going uh, I'll, I'll start. Um, uh, I, I, I was there, but technically that week I was on vacation. I oh didn't gosh. really end up being much on vacation. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, the, 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 the coronavirus COVID started picking up. This is the middle of March. Um, Nebraska itself wasn't ever actually put into any sort of statewide, uh, stay at home order, but, you know, we're, we're open to the public. We're open 90 hours a week. We, you know, it's just, we want, we're taking into account the safety of the public and our staff. And so over a period of about 72 hours, we reduced our services, then reduced our services a little more. And then on the third day, we're like, at noon, we're closing. Um, wow. And, you know, <laughs> and at that point, it was like, okay, but we, you know, we need to keep providing services as much as possible. I, I, I'll, I'll lead with all of our staff have, have stayed with us. Uh, we didn't lay anybody off. We haven't furloughed well, anybody. Uh, just about everybody has been working from home since then, although we are starting to have some staff back in the building, uh, but we're still not yet open to the public. Um, and I, I, I'll, I'll say a little bit, then hand it over to Allison because the vast majority of what we're doing on on is program based. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, you know, we're, we can't provide that access. We can't provide to the computers of the 3D lab. But from a kind of a technical perspective, we immediately on the back end shifted to uh, we we implemented Slack. Uh, we implemented oh. Monday.com for uh, project management and keeping track of what, of what everybody's working on. Um, and then we also uh, implemented Talk. TAWK.TO, which is a, a free chat service on our website, which we did not have before. So uh, within that first week, we said, hey, we're available for tech help via chat. Uh, just hop on the website and, and let us know. And we've got staff monitoring that during our normal business hours. Uh, to be able to do that. So uh, kind of a lot of what I've been focused on is that the back end and keeping everybody on track and, and helping them get still do their job um, with that. And then we've also increased or actually increased from zero, uh, we're creating um, uh, instructional videos that we post on our YouTube channel and uh, writing a lot more blog posts about just resources and services and what you can do with your kids while you're bored at home and, yeah. and, and all of those other things. So that's kind of all of the stuff that we built from zero without even involving our programming. So I'll yeah. let kind of Allison pick up the story there. 
Yeah, so with programming, so I actually started um, two weeks after we we closed to the public. So I've been working for DoSpace in a, in a completely digital capacity um, thus far, but um, prior to me, they had switched all of our webinars or all of our in-person programs to webinars, um, at least for our signature program. So our Littles Lab, Kid Coders, Junior Makers, the things that we run every month, we were able to quickly switch. Mm -hmm. um, and since then, we've really been trying to get creative with um, reaching out to the community, what um, external presenters have knowledge in, in a tech-based capacity that they could come and present a webinar to us. Um, and then we've been really relying on a lot of internal staff as well to kind of rely on some of their background knowledge to present webinars. Um, so even Michael's team traditionally works a lot of hands-on with our computers and our equipment, um, but they've been able to then turn that into a webinar. So, um, you know, Windows 10 tips and tricks, iPhone stuff like that, um, you know, some different project management things. So we've been able to luckily we're running on about a 70 webinar a month um, program and we'll be doing that into June as well um, we haven't made the call in July what programming will look like but we hope to continue and we will continue doing digital capacity forever now I would like to think um, we've got the process down we've learned how to make it go um, and so it'll be really cool to kind of transition that into it in June, now that we've gotten the kind of the webinars down, we've been reaching out to a lot of our local groups that used to use our space for meetups. Um, so like we've got the side projects group, we've got Autism Action, they used to use our space, and now they're using our virtual space to still be able to reach their members. So we're trying to do more community engagement this month. Um, and we've happened to have just like a coincidental theme for the month. May was digital art today, or this month it seems to be a lot of website building. So we've uh, acknowledged that and kind of ran with it. So we've got some Drupal stuff, we've got Wix, we've got WordPress. Um, and really, we've been fairly open. If, if you know something about a topic and you want to present, awesome. Um, but we've also been really focusing on youth um, since the kids are home now, they're not in school, how do we keep them occupied? How do we give their parents a, an hour uh, to themselves hopefully for a little bit? And then also really focusing on what tech skills we can bring. Um, a lot of people are out of work right now, so trying to you know give them an extra leg up when, when looking for a new job. Um, you know, maybe they didn't know how to use Excel before and hopefully with some of these, these programs, you know, now they have some background knowledge that they can rely on. Um, we've been recording all of our uh, webinars as well and putting them on YouTube. So we've also now been able to offer more advanced classes, which we haven't in the past because we can rely on, hey, you know, this is Excel Intermediate. If you haven't watched basics, go to our YouTube channel. So we've been able to really build on some of the programs where in the past, you know, it's hard to be like, oh, well, you missed last month's class, like too bad, so sad. Um, and now we're able to do that. So that's been exciting kind of seeing that change. Allison, you made a really nice point about, you know, you've transitioned all of this to online and even when you can open the building back up, you still want to be able to offer some of this, you know, online yeah. support. I, you know, following libraries for years and years, sometimes it's hard for them to explain about all of the awesome things that libraries offer. Yes. <laughs> and now that we were forced into this like digital world, Mm -hmm. I follow all of our libraries on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and I'm like, look at all these amazing things you're doing. You're doing virtual mm -hmm. story times. You're teaching classes. You're doing 
one of our libraries does like um, how to fix your car and every week yes. they <laughs> and they have a mechanic that yes. goes on their Facebook live. I mean, it's, they're doing all these great things. And I'm like, we have just blown up the world of showing how great the libraries are. Like the marketing yes. has just stepped up. And so I hope, I mean, I just hope this continues like, you know, yeah. even after this pandemic, what the new, whatever the new normal will be. Yes. Like absolutely. we'll just keep going. And I yeah. love, I love the energy that you're giving with all these great things that you're doing. I love it. Yeah. Well, what's, you know, when you're in building, it's limited to, you're limited to your space. And so, you know, most of our classes, we can, you can, we can fit 25 people comfortably into a room. Now we've been able to, you know, we'll host webinars where we've got 50, 60, 70 people being able to attend. And so it's just, you're able to hit such a wider audience than you could in granted yeah it's different it's a different experience but it's still a lot of people and we have been actually partnering with a lot of the local public libraries to do virtual story time and be able to present that on our space too so it's just shown how creative people can get and how when you're kind of you know backs against a wall like how do you still offer services to the community that needs them especially now more than ever yeah yeah i would say once we reopen and we'll you know we'll we'll reopen slowly and cautiously and, and start mm -hmm. building services back up in the building. But yeah, I can't see digital programs going away totally. No, yeah. we won't be able to do what we did in the building plus 70 webinars. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's, you know, there's going to have to be a, you know, a, a kind of a, a, a balance. A in heavy that. medium. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because once we're open again, you know, staff do have to work the floor and help the yep. public. So, you yep. know, it can't right now, everybody's kind of always available to do a webinar. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. and, and, I, and I've done my, I've done a few myself. Yeah. Um, and like our chat service will probably continue indefinitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, in, in, unless it turns into something that we, you know, can't manage, um, you know, and be in the building at the same time. But at least, you know, if, if, and you know, excuse me, when we reopen, we will reopen. Yeah. Um, you know, chat will, will be staying at least for the foreseeable future. Um, and at that point, you know, what, what's also kind of interesting about having moved this digital. So when we were in the building, everything is show us your membership card and, you know, we track statistics and we do all, and that's, that's really good. At this point, we've kind of had to throw that out the window a little bit. Like yeah. we, we, we do ask people to register, but since they can't come in the building to get a membership card, we can't require them to have a membership card. So we're getting attendance from, and Q&A from all over the world. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, and, and uh, so if nothing else, that's marketing in and of itself, knowing that, you know, we exist and, and getting uh, way more people up there and, and definitely than the YouTube views after the fact are, are definitely getting um some really good traffic from all over the place i follow y'all on twitter and routinely i'm like i want to go to this <laughs> you're welcome to <laughs> hey i might i might just take your <laughs> there were and, a couple uh-huh and, and for the record we're using zoom just like everybody else is <laughs> so, yeah, okay. like, you know, <laughs> I, I forgot to mention oh yeah and we bought zoom um yeah. so uh, we, for internal meetings, we, uh, we're using Google Hangouts because we're just, we're a Google shop to begin with. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Zoom just kind of has that extra level of robustness for, for classes and streaming mm -hmm. out to Facebook live and, and various other things. So that would be the other platform that we implemented within about 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> 
And we have, um, we've transitioned all of our summer programming is, is going to be virtual um, now. So normally we do, um, you know, people come in, we have like a little passport and I don't have one, I should, but um, it's a passport and it's got like uh, different examples of, of activities for kids to do where they're in the building. When they're in the building, they get to get stamps, they win prizes, all that stuff. We flipped that um, in really about a week and a half, it feels like, um, and made it completely digital. So we turned it into a downloadable coloring book with free online activities that kiddos and families can do. Um, and it ranges between like, you know, going to one of our kids or youth webinars to like virtually going to a national park to doing an hour of code challenge to, um, you know, the Dyson Foundation released some different STEAM activities and different challenges there. So um, we're still trying to encourage kiddos and having them have an opportunity to critically think over the summer. Um, and we are still offering a drawing for a prize. So a little bit of an incentive there, but um, it was really still trying to figure out how do we reach that that bit of the community that we would normally have in buildings. Um, and we're going to be releasing drop-in videos because um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, if we're in the building, we do kind of open house style classes. Um, and since that won't be an option, we are every Tuesday, we're releasing like a make along video on our Facebook page where it shows step-by-step -step how to create something with your family. And then on Thursdays, it'll be um, like a steam challenge. So like one of our program staff will build like a spaghetti bridge and it held four books. Now like show us how many like yours will hold and stuff. So still trying to like engage and we didn't want to make those webinars because we wanted it to be like whenever your family's together whether that's 6 p.m or 9 a.m or anytime throughout the week like be able to come back and see those so that's been fun and and challenging to figure out at the same time awesome y'all have had so many great ideas i'm sure in brainstorming internally but ha have any of your regular users like provided any type of feedback of you know uh, sessions they would like to see or webinars, anything like that? Not so much. We have a, um, we do have a survey that gets released after every Zoom meeting. Um, and a lot of it's just like, this was so thankful. Like, I'm so happy that this is happening. Um, so really, I think we've been trying to do just so many different types of programs that hopefully we're hitting what the staff, you know, or what the community needs and wants right yeah. now, but um, they do have the opportunity to email in. And Michael, I'll have you speak if you've seen anything come through on chat or email or anything. Yeah, not specific. I, the vast majority of questions are, you know, when can I get back in the 3D lab? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, like when, when, when can I get back in the building? Yeah. Um, but well, Allison mentioned, you know, it, historically we've really only done basic classes. Yeah. And this has given us that opportunity to kind of do the next level. And um, mm -hmm. I, I'm fairly confident because in the past, people have said, when are you going to do an intermediate Excel? When are you going to do this topic or that topic? Mm -hmm. uh, and this kind of gives us the opportunity to do that. So I would like to say we're, we necessarily haven't gotten specific suggestions this time around, but suggestions we've gotten in the past have definitely informed uh, what we're doing and which direction we've been heading so far. And yeah, yeah exactly. we, I mean, we always encourage people, if you got an idea, tell us. And, you know, yeah. especially if you want to volunteer to teach it. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm going to keep checking back with you guys to see if anyone does, you know, call in and volunteer to, you know, teach, teach classes. I love that. 
oh, self-paced learning. So you said like, you know, you moved to all this digital, you mm -hmm. did like an introductory class and now you can go on to intermediate. Are you thinking about doing like a self-paced learning sequence because you have it on YouTube? So like the user can kind of pick what they want and take classes as they go? We could. That is interesting. And Michael, I have actually been meaning to um, say that we should start organizing our YouTube channel into different categories. There, there um, are some playlists for yeah, some of the stuff that we've done. For a different day, yeah, there, there's, uh, there's a few topics that staff have done that are less webinar, more instructional videos. And we've kind of yeah. put those together as a playlist or merged them depending on, on how long they were. Uh, but Allison, would, would the new version of Hello Code yeah. fall into that? <laughs> Crazy coincidence. We are um, so we right now we have a program called Hello Code, and it is an yeah. application-based five-week coding class um, where you come every Sunday and you learn the different steps. And since it's been so popular and it has been one of our signature programs from the very beginning, we are right now in the beginning stages of offering um, what will be called the Do Space Code Community, mm -hmm. and it will be a twelve-week session of self-paced coding learning um, where every week you'll there'll be a meetup which is very much just like a what did you learn today um, or this week did you have any questions and it's where people can join in a week two people can join in a week 10 people can join in a week 12 and still have the opportunity to kind of work their way through it um, and every 12 weeks we'll do a different type of code so we're going to start out with HTML um, and then we'll go to SQL Word space and JavaScript will be our first fifth, uh, year basically of this programming. So um, we wanted people to still have the opportunity to come and learn um, without necessarily having to make the five week commitment. Um, and this will all be available on our website and um, we'll hopefully be launching in the next couple of weeks. So um, make sure you come back and, and look at that. So that'll be exciting. I'm so excited. Like, I just want to come out there and visit you guys and see all this awesome yes. stuff. Although I'm watching Me digitally. So. <laughs> I, I've got to say, because of the organization we are, um, we were lucky. Privilege might even be the, the, the better word in that. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're 21 staff altogether. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're small. I hate to say it. We're nimble. Um, uh, you know, to, to throw in some jargon. But also, like every single person on our staff, like you've got to have some technical knowledge to just even work at DSpace. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so, you know, we're not a uh, urban library with 4,000 employees, uh, you know, 300 of which are just bookshelvers. You know, like we, yeah. we, we were able to take the skills that everybody had and just reorient them uh, to do that. And so, <laughs> you know, like I said, we've been very lucky that we were able to do that because of how we were set up in the first place. Um, yes. You know, not, not every library can do that or to go the opposite direction, you know, a small rural library with one and a half staff people, yeah. like, you know, they, they can't, you know, they, they keeping the building open is their job, let alone, you know, all the other stuff that comes along with a library. So, um, you know, we, we, we were in a very unique situation to be able to pull this off. I, I, I can't say that enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really is amazing, like seeing all the things that y'all have been doing. It's 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 great. Um, okay, I have a question for you for our library listeners out there. What advice would you give to libraries um, for marketing their online services? Because y'all are killing it. You know, um, what what tips can you share with them? There are things that have worked for you. You know. 
Yeah, yeah, really it's just about um, getting out in front of the public as much as you can um, and really whatever way you can. We use Orange Boy um, for a weekly um, email blast out to all of our members with just that week's upcoming like notable programs. Um, we use all types of social media, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, about anything you can think of. We probably have a profile and we post um, our programs every single day for every program on those different things. Um, and luckily, again, we are fortunate to have this gigantic outdoor billboard um, that we can put stuff on, and we're located on the busiest intersection in Omaha, which, again, is just a lucky circumstance um, yeah. that, that works out well for us. Um, and so we're able to advertise weekly what our different programs are for that week, too. So um, for anybody else that, you know, doesn't have those, it's just trying to think creatively, how do I still reach my audience um, without, you know, reaching my audience physically? And, and our operations manager is generally uh, also our uh, social media diva, I, I, I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, our operations managers have always, always been female, so I think I can go with diva. Um, <laughs> and so um, uh, the Orange Boy, uh, we use Hootsuite, too, to be able to schedule things yes. out. So, you know, by the end of the week, the vast majority of the next week's posts are already scheduled to go out. Um, because we've also stepped up our social media presence in the, um, just especially at, at the beginning, it was like, you know, um, we, just things to do with your kids because your kids are home all of a sudden, yeah. and, you know, free online tours of museums and all those other things. You know, we, we have a Slack channel that's just called ideas and it's just links that all the staff have found for possibly going out on social media. By no means have we posted every single one of those, um, yeah. but we've got this, all the staff are contributing to that so that our main social media person, and then we had, we, we created two people uh, as social media ambassadors to just help to try yeah. to get that much more video out uh, or um, links out on, on the social media and gave them some extra access to be able to post things. Um, we still don't flood it. I mean, so, you know, we're obviously each day going to advertise what's going on that day in their own posts, mm -hmm. but then maybe just one or two other posts about resources or a new blog post we've done or something like that. So we're yeah. not totally flooding um, everybody with everything. Mm -hmm. um, the Just thinking over to YouTube. So at first it was just, uh, you know, <laughs> Zoom recording, throw it up on YouTube. Then we got a little better at least editing it. So like if there was a known problem in the middle, we, we pulled that out. Then we got a little better. We added like a, a, a static beginning and end slide to that. We've now got little um, uh, beginning and end uh, video with some, some copyright free music and uh, like and subscribe to us. And uh, here's a related video and here's the subscribe button. And so we've, we've set up just teams where the webinar is recorded, then it gets handed off to an editor, then it gets handed off to me to do the upload. And then after processes, I've got to add the, the, the overlays at the end. Um, but we have definitely noticed an uptick in people subscribing and um, be, I, don't, I can't, I don't know if it's because of those things, but you know, we are at least trying to encourage it. And so I feel like I've learned way more about YouTube than I ever intended to in the last <laughs> 10 weeks, <laughs> especially yeah. how to pull statistics out of it, uh, which, yeah. you know, yeah. can, 
can be easy depending on the question you're asking. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, I know how to export spreadsheets from it now too. Uh, so I think um, really it's just about not being able to, or not being afraid to try something and then evolve it and change it as, as experience lends itself to right. like, like what we've been doing with those YouTube videos, you know, it's initially just yeah. get the content out there. And now it's like, well, how do we make it attractive or how do we make it visible or how do we get the message that we want to present out there in a way? Um, and so we've made tweaks since we've closed and, you know, and we're constantly refining and improving. Awesome. Really, I can't say this enough. You guys are doing fantastic things out there. And I, I'm, I'm excited for our listeners to hear about all of them. Uh, well, our staff are not bored. They may be home, but they are not bored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. One of my, I always like to ask, what are you doing to ward off cabin fever? But it seems like you have so much to keep you busy. <laughs> A uh, lot of walks, a lot of walks with my, with my dogs, just, just seeing the outside um, is, is lovely. Yes. And, and my wife got us kittens. So um, <laughs> that's, I, I, I will say I have learned, I am much more popular in social media now that I'm posting kitten videos. Yes, pictures. you are. I bet. <laughs> I bet. I, I, people are, how do you get any work done? You're constantly posting like, well, they're just sitting in my lap. I can't, you know, <laughs> I work around them. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, as I was kind of joking earlier, I was on vacation when this started. So I kind of like was home already, uh, when, when all this went down. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, definitely on the weekends, I, I forced myself to get out of the house and, and yeah. take a, take a nice long walk. I'm, I'm finding parks in the, in the town I've lived in for a decade. I didn't know existed. So, um, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Same daily yeah. walks, runs. Yep. Yeah. Anything get outside. Have. Anything to get outside. And now that the weather is finally, you know, getting so lovely. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say that. I mean, yeah. because in mid-March, man, it was like, Ooh. I didn't want to go outside. <laughs> yeah, it was still cold, rainy, yucky. We still had snow a couple, like twice at least since this started. Same right. here. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> well, uh, Michael, Allison, thank you so much. This was so great hearing what y'all are doing. Keep it up. It's amazing. And I want to check back and see in a couple of weeks how everything's going. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Hopefully in a few weeks we'll be open. You can ask us how we're kind of hybriding everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it. I love I thought Seriously, I do want to hear about that, like to see how the transition goes once you have to open again. For sure. Right. Yeah. All right. Take care and stay safe. Thanks. Yes. Bye-bye. <laughs>